The water was running in the same pattern as usual. The steady current swept fertile silt downstream, letting an entire orchestra of flowers and reeds blossom just a few thousand meters away. I had advocated moving our meeting spots close to the site before, but the others would hear nothing of it. They were not as much in love with beauty as I. Oh well, such was their prerogative. The muscular one called out to me as I approached. So, you finally decided to show up. Good on you. Michael was getting anxious. I shrugged my shoulders, let my legs keep trudging their way to the stone. Let Michael think what he thinks. He knows I'm perpetually busy. You might be the only one who's busy in a while, the shadowy one chimed in. She used to love me. The feelings had never been mutual. Right, right, because I'm the only one who's not tied to them, I quipped back. Really, they were all so dramatic. And even though you're busy working, you haven't lifted a single finger to the stocky one bit back, but the retort drowned in the maelstrom of their own temper. Even though I had never loved her, I always liked the pale one best. All this before I could even rest my emaciated knuckles on the stone. The place they occupied was worn smooth, so smooth you would think Stocky would have sharpened it into some stabbing instrument long ago. But even he appreciated the sacredness of this place. So, I began, what are we here for now? What's the problem? I mean, any news besides you guys ragging on me again? It's not my fault, I... Here he goes, being the wimp again. I swear, if he didn't... Stocky spat out. Shadow raised her hand, beckoning the idiot to stop. Any swearing that might have been preparing to surge out of his mustached mouth fell limply to the ground as a whisper, only disturbing the ants that scampered below. Peace to all, Shadow said. Muscles and I bowed our heads in recognition. Stocky grunted. He had always been a contradiction of terms. Now, Shadow continued, I have called you three together at the receipt of terrible news. They are working on a treatment. I raised my eyebrows, lazily intrigued. A treatment to what? They are always working on something, and it often just results in more of them scampering about. Means more work and commendation for us. Shadow frowned. No, Stick, you don't understand. Let me explain things before you run off on another tangent. They're working on a treatment for the decay of life, a way to make them live natural lives longer than the ratings allowed at the beginning. So what? I asked. They can make a drug to keep their teleomeres long or whatever. Do you think that will lead to stability, to peace, harmony, and contentment? Any unaging man can die of pestilence or hunger, even an immortal man will perish of a bullet wound to the face. I threw that last part in as a nod to the two idiots. Even when it came to their jobs, I was still more efficient. It was no wonder why they hated me. Well, Muscles didn't completely despise me. Sometimes he'd invite me to... Are you listening? Shadow asked me. Oh, no, sorry, I was... Thinks himself the best of the bunch, and can't even muster the intelligence to pay attention for one second. Stocky grumbled. Oh, be quiet, Muscles interjected. It is in his nature to be flighty. No point in getting angry over that. You're just extra angry because your sphere keeps dwindling. Shadow held up her hand again. We have worked in Concord for a long while now, and I'm not letting that come to a stop because things have changed. 
We are not here to dig up old rivalries or to burn the celestial sun. There is a problem that needs to be solved. Yes, it, it affects me more than any of you three. But even the highest ups have conceded that it's a problem that needs to be solved. And if the treatment... If the treatment is so convincingly successful, why don't they just blow the horn? Muscles asked. Stocky looked a little happy at that question. He was always eager to just blow stuff up. Shadow merely shook her head. It wasn't time. That didn't need to be said. The time would come, but it was not now. Not even we would know. So, I brooked. What's the location? The researchers have any particular food allergies? Does Muscles have any political threads he can stretch? You can't just, I don't know, give them all heart attacks. Hey, why didn't you mention me? Stocky turned his burning eyes back on me. Shadow completely ignored him. I can't just kill them, Styx. It doesn't work like that. I shrugged my bony little shoulders. Works for me. You want rules, you follow your rules. What's the location? She sighed. <sighs> Seven labs, 18 different servers holding the data, 18,000 personnel attached. Rookie numbers, I quipped. The two idiots, despite their stupidity, knew my jab to be correct, and nodded in turn. So, Muscles began, how are we subdividing this? I suppose I can take the Northern Hemisphere. And I'll take the East, Stocky grunted. And I'll deal with the South. You good on the West, Shadow? Good anywhere, she said. The sun was growing too bright overhead. The cherubs were listening in, and our time was running out. Muscles and Stocky excused themselves to go to intrigue and blow stuff up, respectively. The light dimmed as the angels lost interest. It was just Shadow and I. They'll triumph eventually, I said. Shadow was gazing far away into the void. The infinite depth of the darkness bubbled just a little beyond the river's northern banks. You could hear them singing in there. Maybe, she said. Maybe. But as long as they are here and I am here, I will ensure they never break the fourth roll. And the first three? Those they would never break, no matter how intelligent they become. And yet they well know how to be intelligent without being wise. My entire existence now relies on their stupidity. At first I found that reality frightening, but they will never let go of their stupidity, not even when the other lieutenants of heaven come down to govern them with sacred law. Shadow's face was falling off. It had only been there for show. The others only appreciated her with skin, but she was Shadow. The end. What did she need to do to impress anyone? Now there was nothing but bones. Maybe they'll someday be wise, Sticks. And what then? My stomach growled. I loved the feeling of hunger, in myself or someone else. What could I say? The gurgling of stomach acid sounded better than any instrument. And what then? Then it will be another time, and then there won't be any need for our logics. Whatever. We do what we must now, and the light will look after tomorrow. She was nothing but bones and hair now. I always hated hair. Barely ever decayed. Sticks. 
Yes. The others, do you still trust them? Another shoulder shrug. Never trusted muscles. Everything he says is a lie, you know. Made to carve out your flesh without you knowing it. Stocky is just dumb. But even still, even though they annoy me to earth and back, yeah, I think they'll do their jobs all right. You already worried? Shadow's knuckles lazily tapped against her chin. No, I don't think I'm worried. My smile was wicked, set on sharp, thin lips. See you in South America, then. See you. I took a brief stroll to the gathering of reeds and flowers just a bit further downstream. Daffodils, azaleas, cattails, bamboo, all beautiful, glowing with the reflected light of the celestial sun. I rubbed hands gently over them. They didn't wilt. They never did. I dreamed of a day when they would, but I knew that day would never come. Oh, well. I could bring about enough destruction and decay on Earth. What need did I have for more here? I was satisfied with the number of souls I ushered into paradise. It was the most of the three, but even still, even if I had such a paltry total as muscles, why then should I care? I was no human. I was not looking for points. I was famine. And the end times were still not here.